Nothing can compare to the electricity that permeates the air, saturated with the smell of sweat, as towering men battle head-to-head and hand-to-hand in search for nothing but the net. As the longest-acting chaplain for an NBA team, having served the NBA Dallas Mavericks for over three decades, I become acutely familiar with the feel and smell of this atmosphere as if it were a part of me. It is both rousing and disarming at the same time. I love it. You can't help but recognize it as soon as you enter the arena. The air hangs thick with anticipation and hunger, consuming anyone who walks into the presence of the players and coaching staff. To say that passion dominates the mood would be an understatement. It is more like a pure ache for greatness. When the Mavericks made it to the finals in 2011, two teams with five men on the court unapologetically sought to prove which was the better. They were men on a quest, men with one goal, and the goal was nothing short of declaring to the entire world their greatness. While women fantasize about relationships, men fantasize about greatness. While women fantasize about cuddling, men fantasize about conquering. As men, we want to do something. We crave significance, influence, and impact. This desire for greatness shows up in the sports we play, the wilds we roam, or the movies we watch. A woman might enjoy a chick flick with a nice, soft, romantic storyline, but men, most at least, want war. We want to see the blood, the battle, the fight, the intrigue, and we want to feel the rush of the chase. We set out to slay the dragon, storm the castle, and rescue the beauty in distress. We are men. Anything less would be ordinary, and men do not yearn for ordinary. Men long to be great. Not only do we long to be great, but we also desire to be recognized as great. No player on the winning NBA championship team ever turns down the ring. He claims it and wears it so everyone will know what he did. In fact, there are men who won the championship 20 years ago who still wear their rings. Even though so much time has passed, they wear it because they want others to know that they are great. When a man walks around with a beautiful woman on his arm, you know what he could be thinking? He might be wanting as many men as possible to see him because he wants others to know that he's got her, that he was the warrior who won the beauty's heart. In fact, so strong is a man's desire for greatness that he may attempt to experience it through someone else. As I mentioned earlier, a common way you see this is when a man shows up in a jersey with another man's name on it, and it is always the number of a player who is considered to be great. Rarely will you see a man wearing a kicker's jersey or a special team player's jersey. Normally, a man will purchase and pay a large amount to wear a jersey of the MVP, the quarterback, or another great player on the team. Whether you feel comfortable enough to admit it in spiritual circles, men want to be great. I'll admit it. I don't mind. I want to be great. And if you were brutally honest, I would bet that you also want to be great. And what may surprise you, and what I would like to suggest, far from what we often hear in the biblical teaching on servanthood and humility, is that God wants you to be great as well. Not only does God want you to be great in his kingdom, but he also designed you for it.
Greatness is maximizing your potential for the glory of God and the good of others. The Apostle Paul urged those under his influence when he wrote to the church at Thessalonica to excel still more in how they obeyed God's commands, 1 Thessalonians 4.1. He urged the Christians to always abound in the work of the Lord, 1 Corinthians 15.58, and to seek greatness in all that they did since all that they did, according to 1 Corinthians 10.31, was to be done to glorify God. Men, I want you to experience this truth. Hear men what I say. It is okay to want greatness. This is not something you have to mumble when no one is listening or an idea that you have to check at the church door. I realize it may seem to fly in the face of what you have heard as a call to be meek, humble, and a servant of all. But authentic greatness never negates any of those characteristics. In fact, Authentic greatness includes the true...